time. So I'm back with my second episode of Chewing the Fat, and I have my first guest with me. He's a, a good friend of mine from back home in Ottawa, Brendan McLaughlin. And um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself, Brendan, so we can uh, get this podcast started. Well, I do a radio show at CKCU at Carleton University called The Filibuster. It's a current affairs and uh, politics uh, show. We do a live radio thing. It's a tremendous experience at CKCU Community Radio. Uh, we are a non-for-profit charity that teaches students and anyone who's interested from the community to come and learn and test their skills at uh, becoming a live radio host. And if you come and apply and you uh, and and you like what you see and we like what we see, you can get your own radio show. Uh, you can do once or twice a week or, or, or maybe less, uh, depending on what you want. But uh, we can teach you all the skills that you need to become a live radio DJ. And if you want to go on air, if you don't want to, it, that's entirely your thing. It, that's, what, that's what volunteering is all about. And I wouldn't change it for, for the world. I've been doing my program for seven years, and uh, it's been the best experience of my adult life. I'll say that. Now, what would you charge for something like that? Oh, uh, is this service free? Now, if I'm, oh, that's an excellent question, Johnny. I'm glad that you're asking this now. So, if you're looking at like, say, say, say you have studio privileges where you can book studio time as much as you want throughout a week, like you know, in 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 blocks, in about three hour blocks, I would say, uh, that kind of service is like five hundred dollars an hour mm-hmm. minimum in many places. You might know a guy who has a home studio, and he might charge you less. He might but the he, quality is he be, might actually yeah. be a sound engineer and know his stuff, but uh, the quality of the environment is you, you can't really get that at home. And it's a very well maintained uh, station. We're the most we're one of the most robust community radio stations in the country, and I will attest to that. Really? That's, that's, yes. That's so I sit on the board at, at, at CKC. I've been I've been a part of that for seven years as well. Uh, and I'm just read it on, I'm dialed in on everything that happens there. So it's, it's, it's really been a great experience. Well, after seven years, after seven years, I hope so. So we had our most fantastic, uh, uh charity fundraiser this year. We raised over $200,000. That's uh, fantastic. It was $60,000 over last year's, uh, 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 goal. It was fantastic. When, when was that? Uh, November. In November. You've got, In 2019, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah. you got people that come uh, out in November honestly, in Ottawa? and the thing is, oh yeah, and we, we had a bit of a problem. We were worried about the Ontario government, uh, you know, hurting our funding with the Student Choice Initiative, and that was defeated. The provincial government appealed that. Uh, it's still in the court system at, as of this recording, as best as best of my knowledge. Uh, but, uh, you know, with COVID-19 and everything... Um, push back. Push back. Not super important, I think. Uh, you know, already students, I, already students, already the students and the, and the teachers are pushing for uh, a tuition cut for students because they're not going to have that in-class. Oh, experience. when they come back this year, yeah, I mean, a hundred percent. You should not be paying full price for your college or your university tuition exactly. because you're not getting that hundred percent experience. Yeah, I completely agree. It's with not you. worth a thousand bucks a course just to. Well, just not if you're not going to be in the fucking building. Exactly. Not like, if you're even going to be in the yeah. in the building. Not, not even chance. to be able to go no. catch your professor during office hours. Now, the reason that I have Brandon on the show today is that Brandon, like myself, is extremely clever and intelligent and humble, and um, he has noticed um, a horrible trend in social media, and that is the uh, the toxic, self-deprecating, and potentially dangerous environment. And we're gonna the first topic we're gonna touch on regarding that is influencers and while I do believe that there are a lot of influencers who are 
actually taking the meaning of the word to heart. They are influencing people in a positive manner. I think that 90% of these fuckers out there are doing it for all the wrong reasons. And it's this sick, self-validating addiction. If you have an Instagram profile and more than 50% of your pictures is literally just a selfie, like just your face at the camera. I don't care if you're wearing a different hat or if you're wearing a different shirt. If you're a model and selling something, that's one thing. But if you're literally just someone who likes to take pictures of yourself to get people to like you, to just get those for the likes, clout. Just, just for, for the, the clout. clout, you're a piece of shit. And like the thing is, like for most of these people, we don't even know what they do. It's like you're not, like, you're not a model because I've never really because like all of your pictures are not of you really modeling. It's you. Yeah, it's, it's I'm an you, Instagram model. Who do you yeah. work for? Oh, well, no, 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 I'm getting free stuff yeah. sent to my. <laughs> penthouse and yeah. I'm trying it on in my bedroom and that's it like you're, you're we don't even really know who you are you're literally just taking pictures of yourself and flaunting your body and like for for you you might have your own body insecurities uh, other people might have their body insecurities uh you know in our previous recording uh, johnny certainly revealed a lot to us in the audience but uh, that will forever remain sealed so we we are yeah. moving forward with that oh we can, uh, no we can, that's, <laughs> I, i'm sure we'll t- i'm sure it'll slip back out all right yeah. it'll slip it, it, might, it might slip back out but, um but we don't want we don't we don't want we don't want to live in a world where uh you know the the, the tiktokers are taking over and we we we, we, we were discussing this it's uh, to get back to, like to the point it's just there's already so much in the world that is disingenuine and fake. I'm just, I hate seeing it rubbed in my face. When you have an option not to look at something, great. Like, you don't like it, don't look, that's fine. Like, you don't like this podcast, don't listen to it, that's mm-hmm. fine. You don't like a particular movie genre, don't watch it, that's fine. But when it is slapped in my face, like when you open up your Instagram page, the whole algorithm, or however it's programmed is, it's these pictures pop up on that main explore page that are generally generally advertising things that you like like mine is is fitness and or dogs or arts or comedians and those pop up but it's these accounts and there's more and more and more of them of just literally people's faces like what do you what are you providing mm-hmm. what is your skill what is your being attractive is not a fucking talent being hot's not a personality like it just it drives me fucking bananas and these people get 30, 40, 50, 60, 70, 100,000 followers just for being vapid just for and being attractive, vapid. for being mm-hmm. vapid. Like, you, are you, like, can you play a fucking instrument? Like, and you look you... To, and you look too, and you might see in the comments, like there's a lot of these fake accounts that are following them. What, what, and bots. It just, it just, yeah, bots. Bots, it just inflates the numbers. It's, it's so ridiculous. And we've all, I'm sure you've jumped down this rabbit hole before you've seen the videos of like these farms, uh, cell phones that are being like, uh, automatically programmed. Dude, you spend enough time it's, on YouTube it's with it's a crazy. couple of joints. You can fucking, oh, you, can, you can find everything. And it's, I didn't know up until maybe a year or two ago that you can actually buy followers. You yes. can purchase, and it's not expensive. It's not. Expensive. It's like it's like ten bucks, and you get yeah. like five hundred or some shit. Uh, just just uh, my, uh, my own radio show. I've only organically grown my program, like you know, through inviting friends to like it and stuff, and I invite people to share it and that stuff. But I'm not paying. You know, I think it's like thirteen bucks a month or something on Facebook to just have your page exposed to a whole bunch of people in their ads. So a lot of people who might follow, you know, politics, whether it, my show is like, you know, we, we tend to try to stay pretty central on things, but we're, we're pretty left leaning. 
But you know, we get all kind. Con- I remember one time we had a big, uh, we had a big fucking fight blow up on our page because it got shared by one person in Calgary, and then about seventy to about I can't even remember. It was like over a hundred people had like commented or, or, or were just arguing on our page, and we were like, Whoa. they were just using your page as a as. <laughs> See, the thing As a is, place to meet the thing is, if, if I was paying for exposure, that yeah. would have just happened a lot. That yeah. would have happened a lot more. We would have been blowing up traffic. I would have received death threats. I'm yeah. dead. I would have received death threats if but I But you're talking about so organic ca- growth. Yeah, organic. I, I, and I, so I, I agree with organic growth. Yeah. I agree with organic growth mm. because it's it's natural. And there's there has to be just like, I mean, if you want to use the word organic, when you're growing your own vegetables or managing, sorry, tending your own garden. When you put like genuine effort and heart and soul into it and watch it grow organically, there has to be a better feeling involved, like a genuine, real feeling because like these people actually, they're real accounts, first of all, and these people actually want to know about what I'm posting. They actually want to see what's going on in my life. They are actually interested versus someone who just throws up a few pictures and then spends a hundred dollars and gets like 20,000 followers. And I mean, we've, you know, there's YouTube videos talking about this where literally these people who have these paid followers, it apparently fucks up your Instagram algorithm. Like they catch you. Instagram right. knows what you did. Mm-hmm. And then you get penalized. You get put in Instagram jail. And then these accounts start dropping off. So it's embarrassing. Like it's, it's like fucking high school. Like, oh my God, I got caught with fake followers. It's so embarrassing. Then who, like, who gives a shit? Exactly. Who gives a shit? It's mm-hmm. all selfies. And these, it, it seems that when everyone's, story or whatever you want to call it like what's why with all the filters why do you have butterflies on so your eyes so you're typical in every single fucking picture mm-hmm. why like just mm-hmm. give me give me a real fucking reason the first wave of influencers were you know really people of any age but now they're more of the uh, early 20s kind of age group and a lot of these people are looking and acting a lot older than they really are when Agreed. a lot of these people Agreed. are a lot of these people are the just out of college or in college in, age yeah. but they're not actually in school yeah. they're not actually in college so there are people out there who are the same age as them who are you know getting their their, their degrees and their education and they're doing things to better themselves and to be proper uh, proper productive members of society and i'm not saying that an uneducated person is not important. I just mean, like, what what are you doing with yourself? And are you really going out there and putting your, you know, opinions and thoughts and your very intimate thoughts and feelings sometimes uh, out into a world of the entire, like, the entire human population? Well, yeah, like bil- billions. Every single, yeah. Some form billions, of social media billions. is accessed to by billions of people. You're really whether taking it be Facebook a deep or Instagram, or whatever it is. There is at least a billion people that have access to some form of social media. At right. least there right. has to be at least. Mm-hmm. So yeah, to put you know, if you're gonna put your real self out or a real purpose or something you actually want to influence, a cause you're following, the cause you believe in, or um, a movement you're following, or even a, a brand of clothing that is yours, like you're your own designer and, and you're trying to push your product mm-hmm. and better yourself. Or like myself as an actor or yourself as a radio personality, you're trying to make something of yourself because it's something you actually enjoy, not just the monetary versus the fucking intangible attention. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It just doesn't it doesn't make sense to me. It's 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 a mental illness. It's a disease, especially when you're feeding into this non-reciprocal kind of obsessive kind of uh fanfare that kind of well, yeah, the reciprocation like, is that double click it's that heart it's yeah, that like you that's get not real connection so, someone you know posted in it posts tags you in their instagram story being like i love you and you reshare that it's like 
yo, you're actually like, you know, that, that person's just like kind of like a child and gather a fan, but like also like, do I really need to see like, you know, the next three posts are uh, you resharing someone else's story. It's, it's not even your thought. It's, it's like, not. it's, it's kind of, it's kind of weird. It's, I don't know. You're, you're, you're feeding into that person thing. Like, Oh, like this person like clearly loves me. And like, there are, there are some, there are some people out there who are socially isolated mm-hmm. and uh, their way of interacting with people might be different than yours. It might be, you know, online. Well, yeah, Cause they're growing up different than we did. They grow up different. They maybe some people are socially awkward and they might develop unrealistic uh, ideas of friendship and, you know, uh, friends. South Park had a great interpretation of this where, where, uh, where uh, one of the boys uh, uh, develops an online friend and then he eventually removes this friend and this kid is just like really sad. They never actually met in real life. They never really hung out. But like he was, this kid was so happy. Like, oh, Kyle's my friend. And like, and then as soon as Kyle, like, you know, deleted Facebook and Kyle was gone, like he was lonely again. And yeah. it's just like, you know, there, I, I, there could be that person out there who like this might actually have done something for them that made them happy and then for them to be later disappointed could have yeah. a very and, disastrous consequence well, for their that's, mental well-being. That's when social media is dangerous. That's there, where, there it's dangerous and reasons. toxic. It's different dangerous reasons. Toxic. Yes, there are different reasons that social media is good and different reasons that social media is bad. That's one of the reasons that is bad. Another one is like, uh, we didn't talk about this in the last take, but um, have you ever like heard of like catfishing? Yes, have you heard of yes. catfishing? No, no, of course, of course. Oh yeah. my god! Man, like, I, I love it when the catfishes call me on the phone, and it's literally. And I, 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 okay, no, I'm, I'm not. Are we talking about the same thing, catfishing? What do you think catfishing is? Oh, it's like okay, so like it, when it, when like you get a message from a girl, and like and like if like you don't know this person, and clearly the the, the profile is fake because it's got five posts, and they're all dated from yesterday. That's and, yeah, that's catfishing. And, and they message you, and they're like, "Hey, baby, how you doing? Want to look for a good time?" It's like, and if you're a person of common sense. You don't fall for that stuff. Well, obviously, okay. That yes, that that is yeah, yeah. That's catfishing. You're yeah. Someone's trying to string oh. you along. The catfishing I'm talking about is is more of is not necessarily someone's trying to scam you. It's you meet you meet on a dating app and there are pictures and you're talking and you're like okay f- cool like, oh. and you're like okay let's yes. meet. Okay, well no, not I can't meet yet. I don't want to meet yet. Then you keep talking, keep sharing pictures. What kind of pictures you're sharing? Who fucking knows? But eventually you're like, like, I want to meet, like we're going to fucking meet. And then you go to meet this person and yes, they yeah, yeah, yeah. look no, no. nothing. I know what you mean. They look yeah. nothing uh, like it. Nothing like their fucking picture. A girlfriend of mine that I'm, that I'm visiting here in Toronto, actually, uh, she has a pretty distant friend that she sometimes talks to. And he, he constantly brings up the subject of like another buddy of his who who's always getting catfished. Yeah. And and, and he just Kate, keeps falling and, for it. And Kate, yeah, he, his buddy keeps falling for it. And Kate keeps telling me about it. And like she'll call me up and she's dying laughing. Like this guy, this guy, I can't remember his name. He got catfished again. And she's like, Brendan, like, this is the picture of the girl. And it's like, you know. Uh, it's some, it's some pretty... The pictures are always, like, slightly pixelated. It's almost like, it's a picture of a picture. There potentially is slightly pixelated, but it's like, that girl didn't just curl up on her couch (laughs) in that outfit and took a little selfie for him. No, 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 no. Sorry. Like, buddy, these are the This is the sixth time. This is the sixth time. The sixth time this is happening to the same fucking guy. Sorry, pardon my language of yelling, but like, oh my God. It happens to, it happens to these people because they are vulnerable and they're weak and they are submissive men sometimes who most of the time actually and i don't know if they're submit they're just no they're they're socially inept they're socially inept and and they are unfortunately because of the influences of social media 
and certain people out there who feed into it, they are helping these people develop unhealthy interpretations of what love and relationships really are. So when they get like this, a story that's too good to be true. If it's know, too good to be true, generally. Yeah, yeah it exactly. is. I'm telling generally you, a guy like Johnny or me, you know, we're, we're smart about ourselves. And like, you know, both of us have very different life experiences from each other. Dude, I almost, got, I almost got catfished. I almost got catfished like five months ago. You know, for, honestly, for an apartment. For an apartment. Let me tell you, let me tell you a story. Real quick. Ah, so yes. before I moved into, into this place in November, um, and I didn't want to leave the building. I didn't want to leave the area. So you guys are going to think I'm a fucking idiot for this. And I was. I completely fell for it. It's one of those too good to be true. I caught it at the last minute. I caught it at the last minute. And I didn't, luckily, didn't get sucked. But I almost got sucked into it because I'm, I'm a fucking idiot. Um, I'm looking around for apartments. And then there's this place in Liberty Village near where you're staying. It's called the Toy Factory Lofts. Yes, I've seen it. Yeah, yeah gorgeous, gorgeous yeah, yeah, building. Yeah. It was a toy Amazing. factory converted into hard lofts. They're yes. fucking, it's all wooden brick. Like it's just crazy. Oh, a huge yeah. boner for it. Mm-hmm. And I saw an ad on Facebook for a two, <laughs> two bedroom, like two bedroom, two bath. And it was like, Nineteen hundred dollars, and in Toronto, it should be at least double that. It should be in that building at least double that. So, the idiot in my head took over and was like, "That's that's a fucking steal. This is amazing." So, I, I obviously I emailed the guy. Obviously, he emailed me immediately back, like, and he's like, "Hey, um, so like, I'm in a hurry. The reason that this place is so cheap is that my wife and I, who own the condo, we're moving to like." Barcelona in Spain, so we don't need it. And we just want to make sure the place goes to a good person. So we don't care about the money. I'm a doctor, she's a lawyer, it's not about the money, all this shit. I'm like, this sounds amazing. Like he just wants to rent play. I got fucking first and last, let's fucking go. And he's like, okay, cool, no problem. So you, you need to do like, go and get like a certified check oh. at the bank. And then you're gonna meet me somewhere. And then you're gonna get the check. I'm gonna get, I'm gonna take the check. And then three days later, once the check clears, it's certified. Of course, it's going to clear. Once the check clears, you're going to go to the building and ask for the super, and he's going to have the keys for you. And I was just like, <laughs> I was like, huh. I was like, this. Yeah. I was like, and, but I was still like, this place looks so fucking sick. I'm like, ah, I'm thinking about it. So then I went home, luckily, and I thought about it before I did anything. And I was like, wait a second. Then I talked to a couple of friends, and they were like, are you a fucking idiot? Like, that you're getting catfish. They just, they want your money. You're never, like, they don't own yeah. that condo. They just took pictures of a condo. Yeah. Or they pulled the pictures off of Kijiji. And, and it almost would have been the perfect crime. Well, yeah, it was a certified almost, check. Almost, like, yeah. Almost, almost. And, and you would have been screwed for the and, 40 to $50 it would have cost you to get certified a check. So <laughs> I, and I almost fell for this. And I'm not the world's brightest guy, but I'm not a complete idiot. Can you imagine how many people have fallen for similar fucking scams yes. and catfishes? Mm-hmm. That's fucking terrifying. Like that's a horrible negative mm-hmm. aspect of mm-hmm. one of the negative aspects of social media because it's fucking dangerous. Um, yeah. So if you've got yeah, if you've got more than fifty percent of your pictures of your face, you're a piece of shit. That's that's essentially my fucking argument. We mm-hmm. can also move on to something else that's getting ever ever popular, which is TikTok, and I hate. I hate TikTok. Um, I think that, you know, we were discussing we, that, we just uh, discussed you know, it. the amount of effort that you put into, you know, uh, a 15 to 20 second video is the same as, you know, an entire film crew on set. Does. Oh my God. You know, hours of work. Hours into, of work. Yeah. And like there's costume changes, there's hair and makeup. There's, there's all, there's all sorts of, <laughs> it, it, what, what originally was just, I thought was just uh, you know, children do actually, you know what? 
I totally forgot about this. The first time I ever heard of TikTok was through my friend Mel. And Mel has adapted her apartment to her own little studio. And she's been doing this for two years now on TikTok. And she I didn't even know TikTok was around that long. It actually has been around for a couple years, actually. Quite a few. I think at least a little longer than that. Um, and Mel was always creating these cool little like music videos and stuff. Like, I thought it was That's really, cool. It was That's cool. Cool. and I can show you later, but it was yeah. really cool. Like, it, she, like, uh, 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 and my friend Mel is she's a total shut in. God rest her heart, and she's uh, completely agoraphobic. But damn, she can be creative. And I took her on a camping trip once, and she was so prepared. Like she had everything just like on a shelf yeah, ready to go. Yeah, she's yeah. so OCD. Meticulous. So meticulous. Meticulous. Yeah, yeah, and she's just like very creative with costumes and stuff. So it was, it was, it, it's amazing. That's, that's, that's who that's for. Not, I agree. I agree. The teenagers who are doing all these videos, like I'm not laughing. I'm not entertained. It's, it's, yeah, that's, when this really, just like Instagram, when shit is so overly fake, like it's not, it's not funny. It's not funny. It's really bad. And then yes. millions of people are doing the exact, like when they have the Remember dance, Vine? The dance Remember Vine? Yeah, I thought Vine Dude, was fucking great. Vine was sick. And I thought Vine what was amazing. Vine did though is that it was so short lived is that you had all of these uh, homeless uh, influencers, the, all these Vine stars who were like, what's our next step? Like, Dude, you some adapt. You actors, really have some to actors adapt. started on Vine. There's a gentleman. Yes. There's a gentleman. Uh, Andrew King, Bachelor. King, yeah, King Bach. Andrew Bachelor That's who from, saying, guy, King from Bob, here, right? Toronto, Canada, and uh, dude, I follow that guy, and I will. Always, yeah. I always uh, Batch caught some caught some hate. Batch, yeah, King Batch. Ba- uh, uh, King, uh, King, he caught some hate recently, but he ended up turning that hate around into I'm just going to reshare this, and like people are just going to love me for how I how I very humbly approach these things, and I laugh it off, and I'm not like buying into the hate in a negative kind of way. I think I, I think that he's one of those. He was like a first generation kind of influencer who, mm-hmm. dude. Well, yeah, he got in the social media. In the social I think media, he was age. the biggest. I think he was the biggest viner vine star. He, he teamed up with all ever, the right that people. there ever was. Like yeah. there was, um, there's other people that have come up and stuff like that. And I mean, vine was great because it forced people. What was it? Seven second videos? Were they seven? They seconds? were like six seconds, actually. Something like that. So it forced you to really be creative and really show what you can do. My brother and one of my best friends, Austin, when that came around, they they started a, uh, a Vine account and they were hooked up with all these guys and sharing all these funny videos, yeah. creating, creating all these funny videos. And then when Instagram, when sorry, when Vine got shut down, they lost all of it. Yeah. They lost all of it and they were like, oh man, like we want to recreate that so bad, but we really needed those videos for it. It, and they, they can't possibly recreate those now. It's, well, it's, no, it's, 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 it's yeah. it really was too bad. But I really hope that they do that to TikTok. I really, really, really That'd fucking be great, hope. Dude, I really fucking hope they the do that. The problem is, it's TikTok is it's either the most popular six, user is 17 years old and she's got 68 million followers, which is that's ridiculous. Which is way that's ridiculous. There are some people on Instagram who would kill to have that number, like of literally kill. Yeah, literally, literally kill. kill. That's the sickness. They would literally kill yeah. to have that many fucking followers, that much validation. My biggest issue with TikTok is that when you open up TikTok, it just starts playing videos and all that kind of shit. And anytime I've ever opened it up, it's 13, 14, 15 year old girls in little tube tops and shorts doing those weird dance videos. Now, I Oh, and I'm some a, of these girls are looking way too they old. They look way older. They look like, late, but they're still children. Like, like still Johnny and I are at, like I'm I'm 29, Johnny you're 30 36 uh, 36 now. Yes. Uh you know, we're definitely not comfortable with seeing that. 
Well, no, I think any, no one should be comfortable at least seeing anyone Instagram, remotely remotely being a fucking minor. At least Instagram minor. is notorious for cracking down on some people. Some people don't even deserve to be cracked down on Instagram, and they're getting cracked down on. Like, uh, there are porn stars on Instagram who are getting banned, but it's like, yo, like, that's their job. Like, yeah. their job is getting well, paid yeah, top dollar. Not if you're posting nudity. If you're posting no, nudity no, 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 no. and stuff like that. But yeah, they're, yeah, they're, they're smart. They, they know the rules. They're, they're not... They're not well, you can shadow up nipple and all that. There are a lot of gross offenders on Instagram lots who are not being, uh, there are pet, actually, uh, I, I've, I've caught on to this recently. A friend of mine uh, uh, raised this point and other people have been raising it as well. There's a lot of child pornography that is persisting on Instagram and TikTok accounts and other social media platforms and people are reporting it like crazy and they're like, oh, we're too busy because of COVID-19. And I have seen a documentary on this and you typically your, your, your Facebook and Instagram cop has two and a half seconds to decide if something is illegal or not. So if they just see children, you know, I think they're, that's they're not like they, they might not just disqualify that enough. Or not. I don't know, and, man. And if someone's reporting anything with this, a child in it, I, I would take more than two and a half seconds to fucking look at that. It, it, if someone's it, got it, a but, minor but, in there, but, but, I'm looking but, at what No, literally, is. like a friend of mine said, can you please do me a favor and report this account? And I did. Yeah. Twice. And it's still up. And it's like the same name, but it keeps on kind of getting reimagined and coming back up. And See, that's fucked up. That should be taken yeah, care of. Because that should be taken care of. Coming back to the point of the TikTok, it's I'm not like, as a parent, I'm not comfortable seeing a 16, 17 year old girl where I'm not going to tell you, I'm not going to be the kind of parent. I have a son, so I, mean, I don't have to worry about, about having a daughter, but I'm not going to be the type of parent that's like, you can't, you can't leave the house wearing that. I would never be that. But yeah. there has to be a degree of responsibility when allowing a minor to use social media, because when you're using social media or the internet, like you can find fucking anything. You can find anything. And that was bad enough when you could just Google and use shit. But now with the social media accounts where you're posting videos and live videos you can do, and you're a minor, like that is, you you gotta be cognizant as an adult or as a parent of what the fuck is going on. Because there are some disgusting people out there. And quite frankly, there are some really bad people out there who are looking to capitalize on a people's stupidity Honestly, and people's innocence. I think that it should be an 18 year old, 18 plus environment. Uh, you should That's be, a slippery slope. No, no. Like, honestly, it's like your phone should say like, you need to, you need to like flat, you need to actually like pro provide uh, some kind of documentation. Well, because then, then because until the environment is safe for children to use, they shouldn't be allowed to use it. I don't, okay. I, don't, I don't. These might be differing philosophies. That's, on, yeah, that's these that, might be differing philosophies here. Maybe I don't agree with that. Just because, like, I have a child, and I mean, I'm fine with my kid using YouTube and all that stuff. Yeah. Because we've had, we've had the talks about mm -hmm. social uh, social media responsibility, and if and YouTube anyone messages, generally safe. YouTube isn't that bad. I mean, you can safe. you can find you can YouTube. You can't find porn porn on YouTube, but you can YouTube girls kissing. Or you can YouTube Easily. like leg rubbing and stuff. You can Easily. find like the softcore shit, no yeah. problem on YouTube. So you can watch uh, Kenny Hotz grab 500 women's boobs. There, there, there you go. Like, exactly. Yeah, there you go. You can, yeah, that, that piece <laughs> of shit. You can watch almost anything. But we've, his mother and I have had a talk about being responsible on social media. And if someone reaches out to try and contact you, yes. like I've looked on his like PS3 account and random nested, like, hey man, like where are you from? Like, you don't answer these people, you come and talk to me right yeah. away. And it's, I'm a somewhat responsible in that aspect, but there are people who just don't give a shit, or there are people who are just not present, or there are people who are just like, I don't give a fuck, let my kid do whatever they want. And 
12 year old 13 year old boys and girls seeing and being exposed to shit that they are not ready to see or not ready to be subjected no, to no. and that's that's really 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 and fucked again, up and that's my issue with tiktok and this comes back to the point where uh like this including pornography if you're exposed to it at too young of an age to understand what you're looking at it could develop an unrealistic idea of what uh, the world and adults and relationships are really like and what real life is really like. Well, that's, yeah, that's a, that'll, that's going to be a whole other episode when I talk about what yes. porn is doing because I, uh, I love, uh, I love uh, porn, but porn can really fuck you up You should people's... try to find like a sex therapist to talk to about this. That'd be a good, uh, yeah, that would be, that'd be, yeah, yeah. Or fuck, put, put your feelers up. Fucking though. psychologist might fucking help what I'm into. Um... <laughs> <laughs> like hey, we can yeah. segue, we can segue into that talking about <laughs> fucking another thing that's been interesting about social media is uh, people's varying opinions on OnlyFans accounts. Because there's a saying, I mean, I'm sure it's somewhat international right now, but there's a huge joke going around in Toronto where it's like, hey, pay fifteen dollars a month to see your bartender naked. Because essentially, and I mean, I know, so I don't pay for OnlyFans because porn is free. What the fuck am I going to give someone Correct. $10 a month when I can Correct. see whatever I want for free on you on Pornhub or whatever it is. So I don't, whatever. I'm not going to support your art in that sense. I'm not going to pay for your OnlyFans. La-di-da, do you, do you. Um, but it's just like, I would not be comfortable myself. I need to make money, but I would not have the level of comfort to know that someone that I see on a regular basis, whether it be one of my patrons or a coworker, right. I'm making a drink in front of you and you literally know exactly what my penis looks like. You know the size, the shape, the texture of my dick because you've seen me soaping it up in the shower for nine bucks a month. Well, I, I don't even know if nine bucks a month is enough to charge. I'd charge maybe, I'd charge 15 a month to be fine. I'm going to be showing that kind of shit, which I don't think I you would. do the promos. It's like, hey, every Friday, uh, $5 <laughs> only for life. <laughs> for, yeah, I really need Party money, time yeah. on Friday. I really Have a great need weekend. Money, uh, bathtub party on Friday. Five <laughs> I need to get my ramen from Dollarama. Like $5. Uh, well, Uh, in 2013, I made a friend, uh, Kat, and uh, we were taking a, a university course together. And at the end of the course, after 12 weeks uh, of getting to know each other a little bit, uh, we're just chatting and having coffee and, and studying. And and uh, she's like, okay, so Brendan, like, I want your opinion on something. I'm like, oh, what's that? She's like, well, like on my uh, on um, my free cams account. I'm like, what do you mean my free cams? I remember those. She's like, my yeah. free. I'm like, wait, wait, wait. That's still, that's still wait, going wait. on. My I'm free like, cams still. It is, it is. And, 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 and she's like, yeah, I'm a cam girl. Didn't you know that? I'm like, no, I didn't. And like, she's talking to me about it. And I realize it's this entire like subculture. It's, it's, it's actually incredible. And as, as I, again, I, I, I follow Kat on Facebook and social media and stuff. But, uh, you know, she'll, she'll sometimes just be like, what do you think about this? I'm like, you know, uh, I, I, I hang out, I hung out with her in Toronto a couple of years ago and, uh, you know, she's just a regular person. And like, this is like someone that like I went to school with and I was completely blown away by that. Like, like this is, this is what's really going on. And like, I follow like her safe accounts just because like, she's still my friend and, yeah, of course. and whatnot. I follow like the safe accounts, like the public ones, just because you're my friend and like, I support what you do. But like, I'm, I'm like, I'm definitely not going to want to see like the well, yeah, it's stuff. Something, like, something, like, something about you, something that when you see someone, you yes, know, naked, yes, something changes, yes. whether and, it's something and, small. And and the thing is, I've brain. seen Kat naked too many times, just accidentally, not even looking for it. How do you see someone? Ah, she sent me some stuff. Well, that's it's not like, a friend. I thought she getting. Yeah, 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 you know, know, you know, you know, you know, I've, uh, I've seen some stuff. I've seen I've some accidentally. Stuff. I've seen some oh, stuff, right. and and 
Johnny is totally right. Like, you know, it, 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 it isn't really the same, you know, seeing someone you know. I can imagine it could, like, to be really close, intimate friends with someone uh, on that. Like, it's like, uh, Johnny, like, I've, I've, I've seen your penis, man. Like, well, that's fine. I can't look at you the same anymore. You well, know? If, like, you're, if you're a good buddy, like, if you're close friends with someone, I think it wouldn't, it wouldn't be as bad if, like... But it's like, but something changes. But like, imagine you're, you're, you're okay, like, uh, you know, being not ju judgmental towards, you know, uh, kinkiness or at least don't. I'm kinky as fuck. Uh, like, you know, I, I keep a very open mind about, about things. As you should. Uh, but certainly, it's like, is this something that we're just not going to talk about? That you do this freaky stuff or like. <laughs> it's, well, it's that, and it's just, if you weren't prepared to have that part of their world no, in but, your world, it's just like, now that I know that shit's going on, it's like, is. if you were to find, if you were to find out your sweet little librarian in high school was like a dungeon master. Yes. You're just like, yeah. that's cool, that's great, yeah. but I, yeah. now that I know that, like whether it be something little or something big, that changes the way that I look so at you. So now, my friend from university has been doing this for so long uh, that like she's a pro. She never has any problems. She, every, she's probably set, she's financially you, set. Like, you literally believe. cannot see any of her content without paying for it. So like she's like she's got it on lockdown. She's good with computers. She's got all the gear at home and everything that she she's needs. a she's a businesswoman. She, she's she a businesswoman. Business. She's a businesswoman. And she's that. so smart about it. And she's so educated about things like consent, all the and, legalities, and sexuality. copyright. Yeah, of yes. Course. And I would say that that Kathy is so much more educated than than many people I know about these kind of subjects. I hear a lot of opinionated guys talking about things like sexuality and whatnot, and it's like you really don't understand like how this economy entirely works and it's well it's a it billion like multi-billion dollar industry which is hilarious to me because porn is fucking free like, but she made it her own and she's it's lucrative and yeah. it pays the bills and she's happy doing it well at the, at the end of the day wonder, if you're at happy, the end of the day if you're, if you're happy yes with what you're doing it's part that's of your everyone's identity. dream that's everyone's dream is to be genuinely happy about what they're doing and like i don't give a fuck you know they say I don't give a fuck if you're making shoes or sucking dick or baking cakes. If you're doing what makes you happy and you're getting paid to do it, bravo. And Make your fucking money, boo-boo. And just Make to compliment your, your money. And just to compliment your point, you know, uh, it really takes about seven years or maybe ten thousand hours to become a master of something and i'm not i'm not saying that like you know porn is, is that a know, fact but but when you make something a part of your personality you know it's like this is this is this well, is part, your, your passion this is part of my life of course like yeah. uh johnny you were saying in your last episode that uh, you've been a bartender for over 18 years okay and, yeah yeah uh you know if if you if you exclude this little break that you've had but yeah uh, yeah, yeah. Fuck. uh but uh you know you could probably count that part of it but um ultimately it takes a long time to make something really a part of your life so if you're like, I'm sure I want to be an influencer. I'm sure I want to be a cam girl. I sh I'm sure I want to be a porn star. Just think about yourself. Where do you see yourself in five, seven, ten years mm -hmm. from now? Mm -hmm. And, you know, there are a lot of people who've worked in porn, uh, social media influencers, or even any cam field, girls. Any field. They, they, any and field. they get out of it after, yeah. like, a couple of years because yeah. they couldn't handle it. It's like, you really, like, this is the most mature adult thing you could possibly think of, you know, especially working in that industry. Uh, but when it comes to social media, it's like, are you really wanting to put in all this work just to take a couple of photos to put on the internet? Uh, yeah, like, do you plan on doing, yeah, do you plan on doing this for the next 10 years? Like, yes. is this is this your end game? Is this your be all end yeah. all? Because like you said, like, whether it is seven years, but yeah, like you're five, seven, 10 years, like where do you actually see yourself? Is this something 
that you're doing because you like doing it right now yeah. or are you doing something because hey. you love doing it for the rest of your Johnny, life? I'm telling you what, if you went back to 2013 and you asked 22 year old me, uh, do you see yourself actually working in radio? It's like, oh yeah, I would love yeah, to. Like, I, the answer always was when I was younger, uh, which is I would love to do that, but I just really don't think there's any opportunity out there for me. The opportunity came my way just a few months later. I went on this great trip to Washington, D.C. Uh, you know, that's when Instagram first came out. Mm -hmm. I remember I took some photos and like I had a really great experience, you know, uh, living in America for a week. And I've had a lot of other trips since. And uh, I really fully immersed myself in the politics of the world. And uh, then a couple months later, I was doing a radio show talking about politics. And now seven years later, plus... It's now a firm part of my life, mm -hmm. and really, like, where do you see yourself? Like, it's like, like, I really have to. If I want this gig at at CKCU, I really need to see myself there for as long as humanly possible. You got to really, yeah, you got to really go for it. That's there the are volunteers that have been there for, for four decades, mm -hmm. uh, and they've changed how they've been there. They've come and gone. Uh, it really is. But a, do they love it? They absolutely love that, it. And that's the point. They absolutely love it. Yeah. That's that's the point. Is mm -hmm. you actually love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I mean, to come back full circle, if you really see social media in a positive light and something that you can A, monetize and B, make a career out of it, I'm all for it. But if you just are doing it for hollow attention, I have no fucking respect for you. Like yeah. it's, it's, you uh, chalk it up to, oh, just young and insecure, whatever it is, whatever, like cool. But I mean, mm. when you see these 40 year olds doing TikToks or 16 year olds doing these little dances or people who are selling fucking promoting my smile on fucking Instagram. And it's just, it's like, is, are you really, do you really loving this? Like, are you really doing this? And Johnny, like, you're passionate about I it? have to say like, you know, I really appreciate, you know, since you moved to Toronto, you know, you've really taken a good positive direction towards being a professional in everything that you do. Well, um, that's why I came here. I'm not trying to buff your ego, but like, you know, you got into ACTRA, you got in the union, you started auditioning for gigs. It's mm. not like I'm going on Instagram and Facebook and being like, love me because I'm pretty. I it's, could have fucking done that in Ottawa. You could I could have done, done that anywhere. You could have done that in Ottawa, yeah. exactly. You could you could have done the lazy uh, approach. You could have done the lazy, uh, you know, a way of doing it. But like, honestly, like good hard work and doing it the tried and tested way, especially like, you know, being a part of a union is you're, you're protected. Yeah. You're, they're gonna look out for you. Mm -hmm. you're, you're treated, and yesterday I was on set for a 14 hour day. The only people who weren't made to wear masks were the talent. Yeah, of course. <laughs> So that was pretty funny. Yeah, waiting, waiting on talent. Hear that on set all the time. Waiting on talent. Waiting, yeah, the waiting on talent. Crew yeah. hate us sometimes. But no, and I mean that all goes back to. I mean, I'm only quote unquote professionally maybe two years into it. I haven't been in the union very long. I only moved to. Toronto. I've only been in the film industry for a few months myself. There, I'd say six it, months. Now. Exactly. Six months so now, yeah. like, when you asked me when I was like eight. What do you want to be when you grow up? Actor. Actor always, it's always, I always want to enter, always, I've always wanted to entertain. That's always been my jam. Like that answer always has always been, changed throughout my life. See, that's, I've always wanted to be a fucking really entertainer. really got to settle on something. Oh man, I always yeah. wanted to be a fucking entertainer. And here I am finally doing it. And yes, I'm two years in. I'm nowhere hey, near. One of, the, one of the first times you and I hung out, you're quoting Abbott and Costello. 
and, and, and I'm like, man, sounds I, like me. man, I had to look that up to get that <laughs> reference. I was like, man, like I am seriously out of my league here. Well, I love, pop, I love pop culture and I, and I love film and I love television and all that kind of stuff. But I have actor buddies who've been doing it five, seven, ten years and they love it. Are they famous big Hollywood celebs? Well, no, but that's not the point. That's mm -hmm. not why they're doing it. Mm -hmm. They're doing it because they love it. You should be doing what you do because you actually love it, not because you're just getting attention. It's when you're just getting attention, that's when it's so fucking negative and so toxic and once again, so fucking dangerous. Now, Johnny, uh, I think that the, the time for the plug is closing yeah. and uh, it's been a really great experience. I've been, I love I love this, the second take you're, that we did. Yeah. Uh, oh, this has been a great experience. It's really great and great to catch up as well, well over this. I'm really happy that you were my first guest. I think it was a, it was a good back and forth. We covered a lot of shit. I was able to be a little bit more controlled now that I have a guest here. I'm not didn't go as off, which was nice. I had someone to, to rebound my anger off of and kind of calm me down. With some, well, I with hope this facts. makes you more comfortable for the next guest. You Absolutely, have. it'll be hard to top you, but we're gonna try. Um, oh, thank you very much. Uh, so I wanted to thank you again, Brandon, for coming by. And um, this was episode two of Chewing the Fat, and uh, we'll see you guys next week. Cheers. <laughs>